There are four huge buying mistakes people are making in 2021 when they're purchasing a home in Miami. My name is Amit Buddha. I've been a real estate agent um, for 17 years now um, in Miami. I've been doing it the full time there. I've lived in Miami since I was four years old. So I'm very, very familiar with the real estate market. And besides that, I used to work for a hedge fund company for a while doing analytics in Miami and I did finance in college. The reason I'm telling you that isn't to tell you like all the things that I've accomplished, but more, more importantly, the things that people are making mistakes with in 2021 when they're purchasing a home in Miami. There's so many people that are coming here from New York, Chicago, um, California, DC, just everywhere in the Northeast and all over the country because people are saving a bunch of money on taxes. The first mistake people are making is they are just looking at price per square footage. And, you know, in some places like New York and other areas, you could look at properties and you can get an idea of what something is worth by looking at price per square foot. The problem is Miami, it's very difficult to do that, especially if you're buying a single family home. If you're buying a condo, that's not a mistake for the most part because things are very similar. But if you are buying a single family home, so many of the homes are very different than others, whether they're updated, whether they're not updated, um, whether um, the lot is different, um, if it's a floor plan that's not desirable compared to a floor plan that is very desirable. If you purchase based on price per square foot, you're gonna either not get your offer accepted because you're either bidding way too little, or you could be paying way too much. So you don't wanna do that. So price per square foot is definitely not something that you should, you should do when you buy a home in 2021. Another thing, because so many people are moving to Miami and Florida, taxes here work a lot differently than a lot of other places. So if you're purchasing a house in Miami, theoretically, so say you're in a neighborhood where two homes look pretty close to each other, where the square footage is the same, they're built about the same time, and you see you're buying a home from a seller and that seller has lived there for like, I don't know, 20 years, 25 years. What happens is in South Florida, in Florida, when you buy a home, when you, if it's your homesteaded property, meaning you've you live in that home as your primary residence, taxes can only go up 3% a year. So when you sell that house, so give, I'll give you an example. So say someone bought a house in 1995 and they've lived in it for all this time up till now. And their taxes barely went up each year because when they bought the property, the taxes were much lower than today. So. For that example, say the taxes when they're selling the house are 7,000. If I give you the neighbor, say the neighbor bought their home two years ago and their taxes are 30,000 now. Sometimes when people are looking at properties and when they look at a listing, one of the things that they're looking at is they're looking at how much the taxes are for the property. But what happens is once you buy a property within a year, year and a half, give or take, depending on when you buy the property, your taxes are gonna reset and they're gonna reset to closer to 2% of the property's price. And there's a website actually that you can 
you can comment below or you can contact me and I'll send you the website where you can actually, if you have a property, you can put in the information on the property and it'll give you a very, very good estimate of what the taxes will be when you purchase it. It doesn't matter who's owned the property. So that going back to that property, if that person bought it two years ago, because the purchase price would be so much more than the person that bought it in 1995, their taxes would be much higher, even if it only went up um, 3% a year. So just be careful of that because the last thing you wanna do is buy a property and think the taxes are a certain amount and then they quadruple the next year when they reassess. So don't do that because that'll be, you know, that'll be a big mistake that you make. Another thing that people are making a mistake with is because our market is hot, just like it is, you know, pretty much most of the country due to COVID and people being in their home for a long time and just finding the things that they didn't like about the home. People more often than not want more space. And, you know, with people moving to Florida, uh, Miami, um, they are they're negotiating like they did in the last time they purchased the home, a home, or if they've never um, bought a home, maybe they think that, you know, whatever offer they give, maybe if the seller will counter offer at amount that, you know, that they the seller wants, and then they can go back and forth, just like traditional, you know, negotiating, like sort of like at a car dealership. But what happens now is because there's so much activity with these properties, people are putting in an offer and, the seller's not even responding to that offer. They'd rather just take something else. So that person putting in that offer will never get a chance to increase their offer. So if you're gonna put a, an offer on a property, I would recommend putting pretty close to what you're gonna pay, what you wanna pay for it, or even put exactly what you wanna pay for it. Because if they don't accept it, that's great, at least you know. But the last thing you wanna do is fall in love with the house and you know put a, an offer which you think was an acceptable offer but maybe you could have gone up a lot more and then you find out that you know you never got countered off counter offered on the property you find out that someone else bought the property and it was at a number that you probably could have paid or if not higher the last thing i want to share with you is this when people buy a house you know i'm telling you about things that prevent people from buying a house but the last thing, is, except the first one where, you know, you could buy it and you can be in a bad situation because of the taxes. But the last thing I want to tell you is as far as getting that house, you know, what, what happens in this market and it's not just Miami, you know, we sell in Miami, South Florida, just all over, all over the area. So we're familiar with different things that are happening in Broward County and Fort Lauderdale and Hollywood and just different areas of Miami Beach, Key Biscayne, and just other areas. But, and, you know, obviously we have, we have partners all over the country and even in other countries, and the market is very, very similar. And it's where people are putting in offers. So say you're a buyer and you put in an offer and then you put in, a, it doesn't get accepted. You put in another offer, it doesn't get accepted. And it keeps happening and five, it's five, six, seven offers that don't get accepted. What happens is, and so I'll, I'll just give you, an aside for a second, the last property that I had listed, which wasn't that long ago, um, someone, the buyer that was buying it actually lost out on 16 offers. The 17th offer 
was the one that got accepted. And so when that happens, it's just human nature to feel a little bit dejected about your offers and sometimes e even settling and like just wanting to win the the war of getting the, the offer accepted rather than taking the time to think about the home. Because a few things. So first of all, you have to find out the timeline you're going to be in that property. So if you're going to be in that property for a short time, maybe two, three years, I would highly, highly, highly um, advise you not to overpay on that property unless you totally are in love with it and you don't mind being in a little bit worse situation financially in a few years. That's up to you. You know, if you want to do that, then that's fine. But if you are going to be in the property for a very, very long time, then, you know, if you if you're able to find that property that you really like and that you think you, you and your family or just you are going to, um, you know, have many memories in the future and it's going to cost you a little bit extra today to have that advantage, um, then that's OK, because, you know, in my time, I've been doing real estate, the thing that thing that I hear most common from buyers is later, as I speak to them, 5, 10, 15 years later down the line, you know, they they hardly ever remember how much they overpaid or underpaid for the house or the condo, but they always remember the memories. So if it's going to be a, a home that you're going to stay in for a while and you're going to fall in love with it, you fell in love with it and you think you're going to stay there for a long time, then it's okay. It's okay to pay a little bit more than what you wanted to. But if you're gonna leave in a couple of years or three years, maybe four years, do not overpay for two reasons. One, because you know, you're just settling because you lost a lot of offers, because definitely don't do that. And also, if it's gonna be tight for you financially to get on that property and you're gonna leave within a few years, you may want to think about another pro uh, another property because it may not be the best financial decision for you. If you have all the money in the world where it doesn't make a difference, then by all means, do what you what you want to do. But um, if you can't, then don't. You know, in our team, Will, Jade, Vico, and myself, and and um, Priscilla in the future, you know, what we we come across people that are looking for you know, one hundred eighty thousand dollar homes. And we'll sell very, very multi, multi, multi million dollar homes. And what we've realized is everyone has a different budget. So you need to make sure that that budget works for you and you look at the future. There are quite a few more other things that people are making a mistake on when they're purchasing a home in Miami in 2021. But I wanted to make this a relatively short video, It's which it, it, it isn't but I didn't want to make it a 20 or 30 minute video. So if you have any questions and you want to know some of the other things that people are struggling with, please reach out to me and I'll be happy to do whatever I can to make your journey a little bit better and less stress and less stressful. Thanks so much for watching. Hope to catch you on the next one. All the best.